This week on We Need to Talk, I don't know, we feel sorry for everyone. Tiger Woods, the people who work for Wolfgang Puck, Jason Sudeikis, Army Hammer's family, Dustin Diamond. The only person I don't feel bad for is Betty White. Happy birthday, Betty. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Lady Cookie Puss Coffee Tin of Honda. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so good. You got to tell everybody what that is. But before we do that, I'd like to raise my vodka drink to Betty White's 99th birthday today. And she is a big vodka drinker, girl after my own heart. Happy birthday, Betty White. The vodka is probably what helped her to get to 99. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. I was reading some of her stuff. She is amazing. She says things like, you know, I don't take myself too seriously. I avoid complaining. I laugh a lot. I drink a lot of vodka. Does Betty White have children? I don't know. She must, right? I don't know. Because I know a lot of people that have lived past 100, and most of them didn't have children or didn't have a husband. And I wonder if there's a correlation there. Well, especially during the coronavirus. She likes animals. So there you go. There you go. See, nothing wrong with some pets. Let's go back to my Bridgerton name. Yes, I am Lady Hayes Waterton of BMW. So tell them what it is. There's a Bridgerton game that gets you your royal name, I guess. So you say it's lady or lord, your pet or child's middle name, then the last drink you drank, and then the car you drive. Right. So the last drink that you drank, you have to add a T-O-N at the end. Correct. So when I did it originally to you, I was Lady Hayes Waterton of BMW. Now I'm Teeterton. Right. Now I'm Vodkaton. <laughs> I'm Vodkaton. Right. So I don't have a child. So I went with my cat. Totally Cookie figured. Puss. Cookie Puss. Perfect. I think that's a good Bridgerton name. Absolutely. Yeah. I enjoyed the Cookie Puss. Just the word Cookie Puss in general is so enjoyable. We should put that on, on our page. Mm so that people can come up with their own Bridgerton name. It's fun. Okay, I will add it in. All right, well, big week, big sports week. Big <sighs> sports week. Last Mark. night's Bills game. Were you, were you rooting for the Bills? I am rooting for the Bills. Me and too. Exciting. And my hockey is back. Also exciting. DJ is back in pinstripes. <laughs> yes, DJ is back. DJ LeMahieu, thank you, Yankees. I don't know what yes. took you so long. And- Quite frankly, I'm shocked at how little money he got. I mean, I love it. I'm excited. The Jets got a new hot, hot coach. Okay, that's news I didn't know. Who are the uh, Jets? Who, I'm going to enjoy get? watching him from the sidelines. Okay, where does this He's got coach a nice come from? Bald head, the 49ers. Great. Oh, okay. All in on that. And today I sing my song, Beat Tom Brady. So let's go, Drew Brees. <laughs> this is going to be go. such a good game. I'm so excited for this one. It's really good. All right. Well, on our sports theme, I did watch the Tiger Woods documentary. Only the first episode has dropped, correct? It's 90 minutes. It's only two parts. The second part and final part is tonight. On HBO. I am a little obsessed with Tiger. I have to be honest with you. I find his whole thing fascinating, the fame down to the loss of fame. This documentary does not come from Tiger's camp. So now I'm like, what's true? What's not? Like the last dance, there's a lot of true depictions of everything that went on. But right, Tiger didn't bless it. But there's also been no real lawsuits or Tiger has kept quiet about it. I feel like everybody's kept quiet about it. It's getting no press. It's getting no conversation. 
and I really liked it. It's funny. There was a lot that I knew, but there was a lot I didn't know. Like I actually remember seeing Tiger being two years old and being on the Mike Douglas show and all these different things. But I knew his dad trained him. What I can't figure out from the documentary is, did he make him a golf person? Did Tiger have that golfing gene in him? The dad put golf clubs in his hands at three months old. He was swinging a golf club at two years old like a pro. So was he taught that or was it a gift? I think it's hard to figure that out. I think the father claims that he made him. So I I think that there's some truth to that because even in the documentary, it shows that he wasn't allowed to play any other sport or do any other thing. But that being said, my father could have put a golf club in my hand. I was right. Right. That's my point. Yeah. There's got to be the dad absolutely trained him along, but. Right. Dylan right. tries to play golf. I tried to play golf. I'm not, I can't golf. I can't yeah. even freaking hit the ball. Yeah. So but- there's that. Okay. There was a couple things that were so eye opening to me. One was, I always thought the dad was a good guy, tough, but there's a lot that the dad is not a good guy. I mean, he obviously had a drinking problem. We didn't know anything about that. I didn't. And then the one thing that was shocking to me was, that the dad and his best friend would take Tiger out. They'd have this Winnebago and then they'd bring women into the Winnebago to have sex with, I guess. And Tiger was outside practicing and they were inside banging. So that's pretty tough on a kid. Oh, and by the way, both the men were married. Yeah, again, right. This is what I mean. So this doesn't come from Tiger's camp. And Tiger's dad is dead. Right. So I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying you you have to go into it with a different mindset. Yeah. It's not a big investment in time. I I am finding it fascinating. Also, if I'm a therapist, the daddy issue situation, I mean, this is a case study for all therapists, man, because wow, what a daddy issues scenario that they're showing us. Yeah, so that was really the majority of the first episode. And now I think this second episode is going to be more about how he screws up. His car accident. Rachel, you could tell front and center. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's not looking really good. Rachel, you could tell, is looking like Ryan or Robert, you could tell right now. She looks horrible. She looks like a drag queen or something. Yeah, she did look like a drag queen. But all right, great. I can't wait to see her tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I feel bad for Tiger, though. Like, I know all's good, and he has a son now and everything. I've walked away from a feeling sad for him a little bit. I don't feel sad for him. He made a comeback. He Uh, he won the Masters a couple uh, years ago. I felt bad. Please. You know who I feel bad for? Let me tell you who I feel bad for. So I watched watched the event. Oh, pretty good show. So the event is following Wolfgang Puck's empire basically right catering business is empire and there was only four episodes right there's only four yeah there's only four also on hbo hbo max and so it shows the first episode he's catering the sag award right and i start to think about all of the people that are involved in event planning so i mean i don't feel bad for wolfgang puck obviously he's fine but Everybody down to like the, the guy who does the lights or the flower people or the, or the servers. That business has stopped completely because yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. I don't know if you got to the final episode, but the I final didn't. episode. So in the last episode, they are catering for a pop-up at Indian Wells Tennis 
which was first event to get canceled because of COVID. So they were setting up this amazing space, building it from scratch for the two weeks of the tournament to have a Wolfgang Puck event space. And it was insane. But all of these workers were being trained and everything. And it literally got stopped dead in its tracks as soon as they canceled that event. Right. So all those people who came to learn and be trained and then everyone with all the food, you saw the devastation of how just that one event affected so many people. And yeah. then you, think, you magnify it globally and, and it's, yeah. it's a massive, massive issue. I didn't even get to that episode. I watched the first three, but I kept thinking that the entire time. And I did read that the reason that they only had four, supposed to be more than four, right. was because they got stopped because yep. of the coronavirus. But anyway, please don't watch this hungry because I was I like, know. I was like, I need a cheese platter. I need a lobster roll. I, oh my God, so good. And they so made good. some incredible cocktails. Incredible cocktails. Right? Oh. I mean, it just shows the innovation in food. And in cocktails, I was completely mesmerized and I was starving by the time I was done. Exactly. If it wasn't Betty White's birthday and she didn't really enjoy her vodka drink, I was going to make that mezcal drink. Yeah. And that mezcal drink is actually on his Spago menus. I don't know if it's Spago in Vegas or Beverly Hills, but yeah, so good. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the event on HBO. I love Wolfgang Puck and I find him fascinating and it's really good. So I recommend it. All right. <laughs> we took a break. We took a break. I needed a mental break, but now I guess it's time. This is us. We need to talk. This is us. <laughs> I need a mental break again. You need a break after every week. It's just so exhausting and so draining. But I, I, we did get to see Randall's butt. <laughs> I will say the story of Randall's mom was a very nice story. It was a really nice story. Yeah. It took two weeks, so we haven't talked about it in two weeks. And now the story is over. And I actually felt like I had closure too. Now we Do we, we know. really think, do, yeah, I mean, I have closure and I'm happy for Randall, but do we really think that Randall's going to benefit from this information? Is he going to be better? Is he going to be okay? I think so. I'm sad for the therapist because now does that mean he's not going to go to therapy anymore? Because I like that therapist. I think he keeps his therapist, but I do think that this is now he's free. He's lighter. Like she said, right. he struggles with all of this. Like, did my mother love me? Blah, 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 all this stuff. And now he has the story and you know what? It is a nice story. And at the end of the day, he actually had two parents that really loved him and then his adopted parents who really loved him. Right. So who's better so than Randall? He's ahead of the game is what he's he is. He's better than anybody, right? <laughs> and now, out of the blue, he has a farmhouse on a lake in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, here, have the keys. See you, bye. <laughs> oh my God, that was Like, great. I'm not going to sign the title over to you or anything. Just here, have some keys. <laughs> and then they're back in the car. I always say I'm continuing to watch the show. Obviously, it's very well written, but I am so invested in how it all ends. So now I feel like, all right, check that box. I got right. that story, right? Right. Yeah. It's solved. Problem solved. Coming attractions looks crazy. So we'll see what happens for next week on This Is Us. But again, I need like, yeah, we got to do it every other we gotta skip a week. I need <laughs> mental health. Mental it health. is such a draining show. So- we need to talk about this other show, and I don't even know how I feel about it, but everyone is doing great on yeah. Hulu. 
Yeah. I think what attracted me to it is I was a huge One Tree Hill person. And this is Nathan Scott and Chase Adams from One Tree Hill. So James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti. And what I read about it was that while it's not autobiographical about their life, a lot of it is, I guess, somewhat about what they went through or what they're going through since One Tree Hill ended. And what I also learned was it was crowdfunded to pay for the production. They showed it, I guess, at some film festival and got some more money from crowdfunding it. So now the full eight episode season is live on Hulu. And so it's James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti, and they play two friends who used to be on like a Vampire Diaries kind of show. Yeah, so instead of like a One Tree Hill show, they're showing it as like a vampire show. Right, and they had big time fame as those characters, and now it's over. And And they're a hot mess. They're a hot mess trying to get jobs. One of them was married and going through a divorce, and he's heavily into drugs, in my opinion. And the other one's really desperately trying to get some work in Hollywood. The money situation for both of them is a little iffy. I like it, but it's a little dark and depressing. They say it's a dark comedy. I'm not laughing. It also makes Hollywood look just awful. And there's nothing funny about it. A dark no, comedy. There's no what? comedy. There's no comedy. I mean, I've finished. I, I think I I'm, on ep- I'm on episode four. There are eight episodes. I went into it thinking the same thing. Like, I love One Tree Hill so much. And so great. I love these guys. But- I don't know. If I don't finish it, I don't think I'm going to be upset. I feel bad because I would love to recommend it and I would love to DM those guys and get them on the show because I think that they would probably come on the show, but I don't feel comfortable because I don't know that I could say to them, oh my gosh, I love the show so much. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone is not doing great. No, I'm not, that's the only funny part of the show, the title. <laughs> it is a good title. Everyone is not doing great, everyone. No. All right, so that's I that. I feel bad. Like I wanted so badly to love it and tell everyone and then hope that everybody would watch it and they become big stars again. But I don't know. I'm not comfortable. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm trying to figure out the challenge. I don't have time <laughs> for everyone is doing great. Oh, my gosh. Why is your brother not here today? Today. I have so many questions. We will get them on. But listen, I got a lot to say about the challenge. First of all, my heart was racing at that cliff challenge. I was freaking out, actually. I was more freaking out for the guys who are holding, holding them. I feel like they could have easily flipped over the cliff. Correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't have harnesses on them, did they? No, they must have. Yes. yes. I didn't. Please. Yes, they had harnesses. That is not safe. It's not safe. I just don't understand how, I mean, obviously people have been doing this show for a long time, but these challenges are, they've got to be the hardest challenges on any game show ever. It's fascinating. That was insane. I mean, I think even these people were scared of that. None of the contestants ever seem like any challenge is too major for them. Oh, okay. We're going to have a cliff. All right. I would be saying, I'm not fucking doing that. No, they were- million schmillion. I'm out. No. They all seem like it's no big deal to hang off this cliff. So <laughs> just, I was like, who does this? <laughs> it was so bad. And they brought back Ashley. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled about that. Yeah, I don't know. They brought her back. I hate Devin. I hate him. Well, you ha- we have to have a Devin. We have to have someone that we all cannot deal with. 
I cannot take it. I just think he's so douchey. He's so douchey. So I can't take- douchey. Oh my god! But you need him because other than Josh, who else do you hate? I think Josh is just shit starring to shit star. So I was upset about. I had to. I had to look it up. Like what happened to Natalie? Me too. Wait. So well, one of the contestants, Natalie, who we know from Survivor, right? She out of the blue is unable to participate for medical reasons. For medical reasons. So I was like, what the hell happened? And then I go online and read, she was pregnant. She was pregnant, right? So she was, she found out while she was on the show that she was eight weeks pregnant. So she has to leave. I mean, you can't be hanging from the cliff. (laughs) Look at what she was doing already. Right. (laughs) But then in sad news, she did miscarry. Right. And then she said she didn't think that the challenges had anything to do with her miscarriage. And I'm thinking, of course you miscarried. Not to be mean, but look at the shit you were doing. Dude, I felt bad, but I was worried. I was like, what do you mean? What medical? They're dropping like flies. <laughs> That's the other thing. People are out of this show so fast. There's broken arms, miscarriages. There's so many ways to get hurt. Who goes on this show? It's crazy. But good for Anissa. I was happy to see her win. And yeah. um, I don't know how I feel about Tori, but I'm just tired of everybody. Get rid of one. Fine. Great. Great. <laughs> good. Enough. And Ashley, I looked up her age. She looks old to me. She's not old. She just how old look- is she? I thought she would be like in her 30s. Yeah, she's 32 or 33. But okay. I don't know. She doesn't look really good to me. She looks older, I think. All right, well, we're on to next week. We I got a skull. Can't. We got a skull. Anissa, <laughs> well, Anissa got a skull, and she will run his final. <laughs> we still don't know from Paul or from anybody, and I didn't look it up. Can someone take their skull? No, I don't think anyone can take their skull. But let's say Tori had a skull, and she lost that competition. Then the skull goes back in, which is why there was Natalie had a skull. Now there were five skulls. Right. So now Natalie's skull is up for grabs. So goes back into the mix. It's sort of like an immunity idol. (laughs) Right? Because once you get the immunity idol and use it, it goes back into the pool of of immunity idols, right? They'll always have the skull. You lose the competition. You're done. You're out. The skull goes back. You only lose the skull if you get kicked off the show. Yes, correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, God. as far as I know, that's that's it. Oh my gosh, Paul, help! <laughs> I'm still confused, and I'm on episode seven. You, you're not confused about the Real Housewives of Dallas, though, because <laughs> that is back and not confusing. <laughs> Look, we couldn't get into Salt Lake City. I don't know. We tried. It didn't work. No, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City just didn't work for us. I don't know. No, I don't know people. what the chemistry problem was for us and them, but there's no chemistry. But I really, I've always loved the Real Housewives of Dallas. Me too. And they're back with some new faces. Leanne is out, but this new Tiffany Moon, she Tiffany is in. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> Tiffany Moon, who has the fingerprinted closet. She has a fingerprinted closet. She has a wine cellar with her own wine in it. She is a label-obsessed anesthesiologist. <laughs> She's got a thousand burka bags. Oh my gosh. Four kids. She had four kids? Four kids. Oh, I thought she just had the twins. No, four kids. Oh, wow. But here's the thing about Tiffany Moon that's a problem. She has probably one of the worst voices 
I've ever heard on reality TV. Like whiny? It's the whiniest of all whining. Yeah, it's a little whiny. Yeah. A little? I don't know. She's a princess. Look at her. I, look, <laughs> look at her house and her closet. <laughs> what's happening? I don't know what's happening. Wait, what? okay. So she takes them all for this Chinese dinner. I didn't see that part yet. Oh, oh my God. The Chinese dinner. <laughs> there was chicken feet, peer pressure. Because oh. the pressure to eat the chicken feet was insane. <laughs> it was so crazy. I will say this. These women have a lot of money. Oh, Cameron. Yeah. The money, the houses. Oh, my God. You know like, what I, my question is about these women? It's not even about these women. My question is they're men. The men that marry these women, what kind of men are these women? What kind <laughs> of men are these men? Like Cameron's husband looks at her like she is out of her fucking mind, but yet he loves her. He looks 10, too. <laughs> he does. He, he looks, looks like so he's 10 years old. Well, I know. she's really tall. And yeah. he's really short. And he does sort of look like a like a Oompa Loompa kind of guy, right? He looks like an he has that face of an Oompa Loompa kind of. I'm happy that they're back. They make me laugh, actually. They're hilarious. I feel like they look good. There's a lot of a lot of uh, injections, I think. There's a they, lot of Botox going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot of Botox. And Deandra has now gone spiritual. Did you see the shaman? I did see some of the shaman. <laughs> Okay, wait, there's a shaman theme now because I'm watching Bling Empire, which we'll get to in a minute, but they had a shaman. But this sh- the shaman on Dallas, the shaman on Dallas puts like a, a straw in Deandra's nose and then sucks out the spirits that live in her nose. I mean, to each his own. That's nice. <laughs> what I want to know is how much money did she pay for that shaman to suck out her nose spirits? <laughs> Come on. Who has nose spirits? What's her Betty White at 99 ever had her nose spirit sucked out? I want to find a shaman. I, I just, I would never get through it, but I would love to have a shaman so that I could just experience this insanity. I, they have a lot of money. I, I, a Tiffany Moon is all you need to know. <laughs> the new princess of the Real Housewives. But you know what? Deandra doesn't have as much money as everybody else, and she's throwing away money on the shaman with the nose spirits. <laughs> she's sitting in her house I mean, it's so crazy he just comes in and sucks out spirits from her nose <laughs> I was dying <laughs> and Cameron got a new dog did you see so that? Cute. yes love it <laughs> now she's trying to get clothes on this dog and she's talking to the dog and oh wait a minute wait a minute I am a dog freak you know that but she has the dog's ashes that died I living know, in her bedroom sick. Oh, I know, but that's sad. I have multiple ashes of all my dogs. They're outside. They're not in a bedroom on a bed. I feel like when my cat dies, it could be inside. So I, I can't make fun in of In a that. cat bed in your bedroom? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I felt bad. You all can't right. have your dead cat's ashes on a bed in I, your bedroom. I disagree. Maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I'll stuff you and put you on my bed, too. <laughs> I disagree. All right, what's this Bling Empire? I'm not watching it. How about that? I'm not going to watch it. I okay. can't do it. <laughs> so worst name of a TV show ever, There's Bling Empire. There's only one Tiffany Moon. I'm not watching it. No. What the, is it about? It's a reality show in LA, and it's, it's crazy rich Asians. They're like housewives or they're single? They're all single. Oh, nice. All right. 
They have, I believe, the most money I've ever seen of any show ever. So now you're going to make me want to watch it. It's, it's What is it on? It's on Netflix. There's eight episodes. All right. It's so weird and confusing to me because they just have money from who knows where. All of them, except for one guy named Kevin, all of them are obsessed with all labels. Obsessed but high end. But Kevin, he's Asian, but he's adopted by a white family and has no money. He's from Philly. He has no style sense. So how um, does he get on the show? Well, he became friends with this one guy named Kane who's loaded with dough. Oh. And they all, all right. buy him all this label stuff and bring him to everything. And the whole show's weird. The problem is I don't really like any of them. They're all just not very likable people. But you have to watch for one reason and one reason only. There's a woman, and I th- all these people I think are in their 20s, maybe their 30s, but there's a woman named Anna Shea who's 60, and she's friends with all of them, and she speaks like this. She speaks in a whisper, and she's super mysterious, and weird things happen when she's around. And she's an odd-looking woman, very plastic surgery. She's half Russian half Japanese and her father was an arms dealer, like into weapons and stuff. So she's a billionaire and she just flies people to Paris and buys them $1,100 Dior sneakers. She's the reason to watch, even if it's just one or two episodes, just to see this crazy wacko woman. But would I recommend this to everybody? No, it's just a sick, especially now. I don't know if people are so into this kind of crazy wealth just for the sake of wealth, whatever. This Anna Shea is worth checking out just for a couple episodes. You know, this along those lines, so Sex in the City is doing a reboot. A lot of people not wanting them to come back either. Like not, this is not the time, you know, I don't want to see these 50-year-old women running around New York City. Oh, it's gotten a lot of bad press, but I'm super pumped. Samantha's not coming back. Samantha's not coming back. I saw Sarah Jessica Parker's Instagram post and it gave me chills. They're back. How are they going to film and make New York the showcase when right now New York is a mess? I don't know what, how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it. I think they start in the spring. And okay. so it'll be 10 episodes on HBO. So, well, I mean, I loved Sex in the City so much. So I'm excited for it to come back. I feel sad, though, that Kim Cattrall is not going to be on it. And she's not coming on because why? She just hates them all. They've been feuding the whole yeah. time. Didn't they feud the whole time? Money, stuff. It was, all, it was all one big feud. I think I read somewhere that she feels it's over. I can never get enough sex in the city. But I mean, I, to an extent, I get it. You did the two movies. Let it go. But I'm happy coming back. I don't know when, but they start production in the spring. Thank you, HBO. And I'm excited. HBO's busy lately. They've got a lot going on. Oh, is busy. So, you know, I love I Love Lucy. Love I Love Lucy so much. And so Sorkin is doing a new film on Being the Ricardos. I think that's the name of it, Being the Ricardos. And it has the backing of the daughter. So that's pretty exciting. But there's now all of this. I don't know if you've been following the drama about who's playing Lucille Ball. Well, is it official that Nicole Kidman is? So it's official that they had casted Kate Blanchett. Oh, I I thought it was Nicole Kidman. Well, it was Kate Blanchett. I don't okay. know what happened to her. Don't know where she went. Okay. But she's no longer doing it. So now it's Nicole Kidman. Okay. 
But now Deborah Messing, who is the right person. I stopped watching Will and Grace. She's done Lucy before. But she has done Lucy before on Will and Grace. I think she thinks she is Lucy, though. (laughs) So now she's pissed. First of all, no one told me what happened to Kate Blanchett. I'm still trying to figure that out. (laughs) Now it's Nicole Kidman, who, by the way, is super busy. She's in everything. Right. And so Deborah Messing is like, I think she's pissed. And I would be pissed too if I was Deborah Messing because really, Nicole, take a break, relax, (laughs) chill with Keith and the kids. Nicole is busy. You don't need this job. Let Deborah Messing have it. Yeah, no. So now it's Nicole Kidman, which I'm sure she'll be great. But yeah, so now it's all that drama I'm following. I feel bad for Deborah Messing. (laughs) I feel bad for Deborah Messing too. (laughs) I also feel bad Jason's Dukas because now Olivia Wilde is wearing Harry's jewelry everywhere. He's devastated. <laughs> I don't understand. He should be okay now because I apologized last week. She's wearing his pearls. <laughs> I would too. I, I would that too. Last time. I would too. I would raid that wardrobe. I would raid that jewelry box. I would be all in. I, it would be so much fun to be Harry's girl. I know. So good. I feel like we need to talk about it, but I don't even know what to say about it. But this army hammer thing is insanity. Oh that- my God. So he's like, cannibal like i don't understand army hammer is a cannibal although we don't have proof that he's actually eaten somebody no please don't say it gross but he does want to cut people's fingers off keep them in their pocket and he does apparently like the taste of skin in his mouth i read something about i mean how does anybody recover in hollywood for being a cannibal that's a new one. He had some underground Instagram page. I don't understand. <laughs> it was in the newspaper about wanting to take her rib out and barbecue it and eat it. <laughs> I feel bad because now I don't know what's true or not true, but I mean, he had to drop out of that. He was in a Jennifer Lopez movie. He had to drop out. He's screwed. He's done. He was married for 10 years. This never came out. Well, his wife even said that his cannibalismness has never been a thing. There's other issues that they have in their marriage, but cannibalism wasn't one of them. Oh, so she defended him. In the way that she wrote it, she basically said that there was other issues, just not cannibalism. Well, she's got a vested interest because the, you, you see that like they're trying to sell their house and now nobody wants to buy a house from a cannibal. So <laughs> it, it dropped a million dollars or something. She's sued for full custody of the kids. So they're really- uh, this- yeah. Now there's in jeopardy. They could be dessert or something. They're kids. They've oh, got gross. Like- Stop it. Gross. All right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move. I mean, who would think that we would talk about a celebrity cannibal? Yeah, no, I, I can't talk about it. Let's talk about something happy. <laughs> Teresa Judice has a new boyfriend. <laughs> He's not a cannibal. Good for Teresa Judice. She is out there. Her Instagram post showed her new boyfriend. He's cute. Um, He's really cute. We will not see him on this season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey because even though they were together, they were not at that point where he would be in the show yet. But now okay. they're saying the next season, he'll be there. We'll see him. His name is Luis Rilojas or something. He's cute. I'm happy for her. Yeah, and she's selling that big house. She's selling that big house. Her kids look great. All good for Teresa Judice. Very happy. Speaking of houses, though, Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly are buying a house. How does Trevor Noah have $27.5 million? Well, he's got all the money because she must not have that much money. What has she done besides date Derek Jeter? What did she do after Friday Night Lights? Well, she was in Parenthood for a little while, and then she was in Charlie's Angels and 
I don't know what happened to her after Charlie's Angels. Is she on any of those Chicago shows? I love Minka Kelly. I think she's hot. I don't understand what she sees in Trevor Noah, but great. They're happy and they bought a house for $27 million, right? $27 million? $27.5 million. Yeah, it's crazy. But I don't even understand that. Great. And some bad news, though. There's a couple bad news things. So Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell, Screech, stage four cancer. That, that was sad news to hear. There's no he has no He has no money also. He's broke. Oh, I didn't know that. And he was negotiating for a better deal for the Saved by the Bell reboot. So that's why he's not on. But there was talks that if they do another season that – they were going to have him on that season. So he needs the money. I'm sad for him. I think he's in the hospital, stage four cancer. I don't know what kind of cancer, but. Uh, I think it's esophagus. Yeah, terrible. And the Siegfried from Siegfried and Roy died. He had, I think he died of cancer too, dead at 81. So now there's no more Siegfried or Roy, right? right. They're both done. Now. Just the where, where are all the animals? I don't know where all the animals are. But Maybe yeah. Carol Baskin's going to go and get all those animals. Oh, God. <laughs> No way. All right. Well, I think that in honor of Betty, wait, let me have a little taste of my vodka in honor of Betty. We're going to do three truths and a lie about Betty White. You ready for that? I don't even know if she has kids, so I'm going to do real great at this game. 99 today. Happy birthday, Betty. Okay. Here we go. Betty White's favorite food is hot dogs. Ugh, really? She does not remember her first show. Okay. Betty White is not her original name. And Betty White hosted the Thanksgiving Day Parade for almost a decade. What? How do you like those apples? If she hosted the Thanksgiving Day Parade and I don't know that, it's not going to be good considering I work for the company. You are Miss Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) Yeah, that's in charge of the parade. Okay, so I'm going to go with that she did do that. I mean, I can't imagine you could live 99 years and have your favorite food be hot dogs. <laughs> and vodka. So, I mean. Vodka, yes. Hot dogs, no. I feel like her name has to really be Betty White. All right. Which have, is it? Which one is I'm gonna the say lie? The, I'm going to say the lie is the hot dogs. You're going to say the lie is the hot dogs. Uh-huh. That is not the lie. Her favorite food is hot dogs. Ew, really? And- and vodka, and you should try it because she's 99. And the lie <laughs> is Betty White is not her original name. It is her original name. So she's not Elizabeth or anything. I read that her mother said that she didn't like all the nicknames that come with Elizabeth, like, you know, Beth or Lizzie or whatever. So she just named her Betty White. Yep. Betty okay. White, original name. And she did host the Thanksgiving Day Parade for almost a decade, nine years, in the late wow. 70s, early 70s. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So to you, Betty, hot dog and vodka. Yeah. It's a sign of a long life. I can't believe she got 99 years and she eats hot dogs. There you go. All right. To Football Sunday. Let's go, Drew Brees. Love you. Love you. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast and Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms, rank us, leave a review. Thanks. That's good.